Welcome, welcome to episode 116 of the BerlinBrigade.com podcast. I'm David Guerra, former member Alpha Company, 6th Battalion, 502nd Infantry, Berlin Brigade. Welcome, welcome once again. I am your host for this episode and uh, all episodes. So welcome again. I welcome you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I do hope your 2021 is off to a great start. It's certainly off to a unique start, that's for sure. So let's see if it gets better from here. I, I We hope so. You know, we, we really, truly do hope so. But hey, you know what? It it can only get better. So we got to make the best. So it's not going to be a 2020, that's for sure. And uh, so let's let's make it a great one. Let's make a 2021 a great one. And before we close the books on 2020, I definitely want to reach out and say, uh, take a moment to thank everyone that's sending those Christmas cards this year. Uh, greatly appreciated. Very awesome. Some of those cards were wow. Um, so Wow, wherever you found them, or if you made them, wow, you should be selling them if you're the one that made those. But if you found those, um, l- let me know where you found them because man, this those things, those some of those cards were fan were awesome. So again, uh, again, thank you, thank you once again, and let's see what uh, next year brings or not next year, this Christmas brings. And hey, FYI, at the time that I'm recording this, there are just not to alert anybody, not to alarm anybody, not to get anybody panicky or anything, or no kicking up no anxiety. But there's like 48 weeks till uh, the Christmas season really, truly kicks off. So just 48 weeks, just heads up. That's all I'm going to say. Einsteigen, bitte. All right, let's uh, let's get uh, some administrative stuff out of the way. And then we'll dive into the to the, this episode's topic. Website, website's up to date. And uh, again, thank you for everyone that's using the, that's using the new registry form. Greatly appreciated. Uh, looks like it's working, looks like it's holding, and it's collecting the data the way it should be. So again, I thank those of you that have submitted your information. Uh, gallery, up to date. Donations, again, thank you everyone who has donated. Greatly appreciate it. it, is, uh, it, it I'm in awe. I am thankful. And uh, I'm grateful. It really, truly does help uh, keep the website up and running. It does keep the website going. And I do appreciate it. So again, thank you very much. Podcast. Okay, all podcasts are up to date. They're available. And this is episode 116. So as you're hearing this, you're hearing it one of two ways. Either you subscribed on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or on Spreaker, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Again, if you're listening on any of those platforms, I, I thank you very much for following along. And uh, let's see new episodes. We've got we've got a series all lined up for you this this year. And we're going to start in the spring. It's going to take us uh, into the summer. And which will be a good segue into the fall and then the holidays and we start all over again. So with that being said, uh, be on the lookout for for the new episodes. But that doesn't mean we're not looking for people to interview. Definitely want to talk to you. Want you to share your story. Uh, we're waiting. I know we had some people interested and then for some reason or another, they backed out. So that's on them. Uh, I'm still looking for them. Still looking for me. Don't be shy. I know you're you're better than that. Don't be shy. Don't be, don't be hesitant and don't make me beg. Please, please, please don't make, but people want to hear your stories. I'm seeing the, um, the stats on the past episodes and yes, there's, there's still a lot of play on past episodes. And with that being said, definitely want to want to have your story added on to it. So we still need more and we still need to hear from you. So please drop me a note, David Brigade.com, and, uh, we'll get things going and we'll definitely do it. 
Let's see, Facebook live streams. We have not had one in 2021 yet, so you haven't missed anything. If you're following along there, if you're watching those live streams on Facebook or on YouTube, we have not done any yet. Uh, I am tentatively, well, as of this, when this post, it'll be next week. So, but for January 30th, Saturday, January 30th, 2021 at 11 a.m. Eastern time, that's 11 a.m. Eastern time, we're going to have the next live stream and that'll be on Facebook. And I will be posting reminders between now and then on our Facebook, our Twitter and our Instagram pages. So follow along there. Uh, Facebook.com slash Berlin Brigade, all one word at Berlin Brigade, all one word with a little at sign in front of it. That's on Twitter and on Instagram, Berlin Brigade, all one word. So please follow us there and get stay up to date with what's going on over there. And as I mentioned, I mentioned our social media channels. I, I channels. I do invite you to visit, share, and of course, subscribe to our various channels. We've got content on all of them. Uh, some doesn't get updated as much, but all of them have content going on at any given time. So uh, in, on Instagram, that's Berlin Brigade. Uh, that's all one word. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Berlin Brigade, all one word. And on Twitter, at Twitter, I mean, I'm sorry, at Berlin Brigade on Twitter. And over there, we've been doing a series called the... Uh, Unit of the day, unit of the day. And we've had the units like the uh, field station and, and uh, 40th armor and other units have been units of the day. So be on the lookout. See if you see you spot your unit on Berlin Brigade at Berlin Brigade on the Twitter account. And that pretty much sums it up with the live streams and the social media and the podcast and the website. And again, thank you to everybody who's participated and included and shared information. Definitely appreciate that. But now, let's get on with this episode's topic, The American Sector, A Berlin Brigade Soldier's Perspective. All right, so let's continue with our Cold War discussion, and this is the second part. So I hope you enjoyed the first one. The first one was just a, a brief reflection on the Cold War from a Berlin Brigade soldier's point of view. Thus, <clears throat> excuse me, where did that come from? The next one, the next one. And we're going to talk about the American sector in West Berlin, the 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 U.S. sector and the American sector really is what we called it. We didn't really go all formal or anything, but this, that sector was the southwestern part of the city. Now, the Soviets, uh, they had the eastern part of the city, the eastern half of Berlin. So eventually it became East Berlin, the capital of the uh, German Democratic Republic, and it was also where the Soviets based themselves at for all of their time in um, East Germany. And of course, this was right after the World War II, so 1945. The Americans, like I said in the last episode, we came in uh, a couple of days uh, into, well, I want to say it was the 1st of July of 1945. The Soviets had been in Berlin since May or April, right right at the end and uh, so they were there for all of April I'm sorry uh, all of May all of June and then we came in and took our respective place in the city and uh, during that time well you know the Soviets did everything they could to pack the entire city up and on train and send it in trains and send it back to the east so what was left over well wasn't really a lot I mean you know the people that were there yes the Berliners but they were glad to see us they were glad to see us and if um, there's a book called a woman in Berlin it's written by Anonymous, and it's a woman in Berlin. That's really who wrote it. The title is Who Wrote It. And she talks about the time between the end of the Second World War and the time that the American forces, the British forces, uh, arrived to occupy their zones in uh, 
in West Berlin or Western Berlin at the time. And it's a pretty interesting, harrowing story. It talks about life and what they had to do to survive. And like any story, there's going to be a little bit of embellishment, but for the most part, it's not. So just, uh, and if you see the movie, there is a movie also. That one also kind of gives you, in the most part, it kind of sets the tone for when the Americans rolled in and the American forces rolled into uh, Berlin. So we were there and we took up residence, took up headquarters down on Crown, Crown, Crown Prince Alley, Crown Prince Alley, and it later became known as Clay Alley. Um, let's see what else we had. We were in Dahlem, we were in Zeilendorf, we were in Lichtefelde, and little districts there, little uh, berserks, as they call them. And uh, that's kind of where we were at in that part. And we had the Wannsee, we had the Grunewald, which is really nice if you've ever been to Berlin. Or if you've never been to Berlin, you definitely need to make uh, the Wannsee and the Grunewald one of your, on your to-do list. And put it early, get it up there early, because you want to get that site in, because it's so big, so, so vast. Um, you want to be able to get it in and uh, go from there. So the American sector, what else did we have? We had Checkpoint uh, Bravo. That was uh, Dreilinden, and that was uh, the checkpoint into the city. Checkpoint Alpha. Checkpoint Alpha. There's a third checkpoint, and I'll get to that in a minute. But Checkpoint Alpha was in West Germany, or Western Germany, and in Helmstead, and um, right, um, right there at the West German, East German border, and that was Checkpoint Alpha. So that would be uh, whether you were driving or taking the train, you had to go through that checkpoint. And you had to check in. You make sure you had your orders to, to go through, flag orders, a little document stating you are a member of the armed forces and you are you are to be allowed to pass through without any problem because you have been checked, cleared through by the, by the American forces and the Soviet occupation forces there in East Germany. And then you drive on through. And you... There's like a route you have to take. It's all pre-laid out. You get a little booklet. It has everything all laid out. And it should tell you how fast you should be going because you get stamped at the time you left. And and if you're going too fast, well, you might get in trouble. You might get a ticket because if you get there too soon and if you go too slow or don't or fail to show up, then eventually somebody knows that they have to go looking for you. Maybe you had an accident. Maybe you had a flat tire. Or maybe the engine just gave out on you. And it has happened. It has been known to happen. There was even some accidents in the zone. And the things that happened after that, uh, I'm not going to go into details. But in the zone, and that's what we call the, the, the I'm sorry, the corridor. Sorry about that. Uh, accidents that may have happened in the corridor. And there we go. I apologize. And that is that path between Helmstead and Berlin in the, uh, the American um, the American uh, corridor of the three corridors that are uh, in and out of the city at that time. All right. So we get back, we get into Dreilinden, we get into checkpoint Bravo. Again, you check in, you turn in your documentation, you show them that, yes, you were cleared. This is the time you left. You made no, no issues, no problems. But if you at back then, back then, and when I was there and prior, there were no cell phones, so if there, and of course there were individuals that monitored up and down the road, military police that did monitor up and down the road. But if something did happen, you were expected to report it. And if it happened to you, you were expected to report it as well. And if somebody else you saw a vehicle had broken down, you can just make note of the mile marker or where it says on your book where you are. And uh, 
just let somebody know and you were that was your expectation uh, to let people know don't leave anybody stranded out there now um obviously it was a great opportunity for the east germans to jump in and start influencing you know exerting their influence and flexing their muscle and those that knew uh knew that uh, no you were only to talk to the soviets or another allied um allied uh, personnel the east germans we didn't recognize them at the time the uh, so they kind of didn't exist they were there in uniform but they didn't exist to us because that's not who we had the agreements with that's not who we had the understanding with and the status of forces agreement um in in the corridor in in berlin that was a little different than it was in west germany so again it was one of those very unique situations all right so that being said once you got into berlin uh you had pretty much everything you had um you had an American bank. I want to say it was American distress. Um, and then kind of like some other, um, what's it called? Um, credit union. You also had, so we had American banking there or stateside banking. We had that there and it was kind of catch 22, but I don't want to get into that nonsense. Cause it was kind of, it was weird. It was really weird. Now looking back at it and this time it's like, that was just odd. But again, we didn't, we didn't have the amenities then that we have now. So where now you can just log in and, and create a bank account anywhere in the world. Back then it was very, very restricted. You know, you had what you had and that was it. Um, let's see what else was there. There was a, when I was there, there was a uh, Burger King. There was a McDonald's. Well, McDonald's were not American McDonald's. There was a, the German McDonald's. And that was the nice thing. And they still have it to this day. And I know this because the last time I was there, they still had them. And it's just one of the things. But at the McDonald's in Germany, they serve beer. You know, you had your soda, you had your Coca-Cola, you had your your Sprite, you had your Fanta. Always, you got to have your Fanta. And, of course, beer. So, it was the local beer. So, that was pretty cool. And uh, so, that was on the menu board itself. Beer, and I want to say it was 1D mark. And it, we were using marks back then. We were not using euros. The euros came much later after we left. So, we were using D marks, Deutsch marks. And, and that, that was interesting. At the time I was there, it was like a two-to-one um, two D marks is a dollar or one dollar gets you two D marks. And I know it had been higher and a little like in the sixties and fifties, it was maybe like four to one. And then it slowly crept up and kind of hovered around that two to one or a dollar. Um, what is it? Uh, one mark is, um, I'm sorry, one dollar is one eighty one marks, a dollar, uh, one mark, 81 fenning and kind of hovered there while I was there. Then obviously it changed up a little bit and got a little, narrower as times went but the east german money so when we would get to go to east germany or east berlin sorry about that when we got to go to east berlin well that was almost like it converted because you had to buy the the um you had to buy the d marks and then you could buy the east marks but you know so it kind of basically worked its way out to be like 14 to 1 and that was made for some pretty interesting shopping especially before the holidays Especially before the holidays, uh, you went in there and, um, you know, we we cleaned up. We cleaned up. I'm not going to say no, we didn't, but we did clean up. And But this was more in the, the centrum, in the bigger shopping area, the center there by the Alexanderplatz. And so it was kind of their, as I mentioned in the previous episode, it's kind of their showcase, their mecca. And that being said, you know, they, they had a little bit more. So I picked up some camping gear. Uh, I picked up some uh, wool blankets, really nice, nice wool blankets. Uh, what else did I pick up? I picked up, and then, of course, everybody that was there uh, picked up um, 
the, the vodka. Uh, I'm not going to get, I mean, well, not everybody, but those that did, we picked up vodka. As I remember we walked over, we walked uh, a case of vodka over and it wasn't just any old plain old vodka. It was the Stolishnaya vodka, the Stoli. And back then I want to say it was the pepper and the lemon. I think those two were the only flavors that were out aside from the original plain uh, Stolishnaya vodka. But uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to like kind of give you a, an idea of how much it cost us back then with the trade because it had to be with the uh, the exchange rate it had to be with eastmarks we could not use the dollars over there um, and if we did we kind of setting ourselves up for for problems we didn't want to get into but a dollar fifty is what it came out to be a bottle of stolishnaya not the little pints not the the fifth it was a fifth and it was a dollar fifty a bottle Holy moly. It was, we, I had a small refrigerator in my barracks room. I was over there in McNair barracks and, um, on Gertzale and, and, uh, 4th of July plots. And there I had a little refrigerator and we had a little freezer section. We threw in several bottles up there. They never froze cause it's alcohol, right? Almost pure alcohol. But, oh my goodness, that was the nicest, coldest, most awesome vodka ever and hey, come back to the states and you find it and yeah you know, it's not a dollar fifty anymore so you got to compensate for that and then usually we were not buying cases at that point um went back again went back when we went back to berlin obviously went back to east berlin tried to find that little shop that we got the vodka for a dollar fifty across from the moscow restaurant and it wasn't there anymore uh and the moscow had kind of already been shut down there a while but it, several iterations since the 80s of the Moscow restaurant have been there in East Berlin. That was just down the road a little further away, moving away from Berlin, mo- moving towards the east a little bit there at Alexanderplatz. Great restaurant, great meals, porterhouse steak, the works, champagne, the whole nine yards. I mean, it came out to nothing. It came out to nothing. And it, it was awesome. Anyway, let's go back to the American sector. You see how easy we just move across? But we were able to go across. So if we needed to go across, I'll talk about that more later on. Um, the American sector, it, um, like I said, it had a little bit of everything, life and bookstores, um, burger bars, alleys, basketball courts, swimming pools, boxing, a uh, little, uh, quote unquote, uh, professional wrestling, quote unquote, professional wrestling exhibitions. So a couple of times a year, those were a lot of fun. And what else? Oh my goodness. We did so much theater, um, plays, got to go to operas, got to go to, um, State Opera, the State Opera, the Berlin, the Berlin State Opera there in the, in the east. But again, I digress. In the west, the same thing. We had the Olympic Stadium there. That was in the British sector. And but it was interesting to go and stand where where and, and actually run on the track that Jesse Owens ran, you know, all those years ago. And, and you could say, well, you know what? I did it. And now it's well, now it's the professional soccer field now for the Hertha BSE. And again, in the former British sector, but it's still the stadium is still awesome, still fantastic. But I'm glad I got to do it when I got to do it and I had the opportunity to do it. Um, what else? The citizens of Berlin were awesome. They were fantastic. They still are. They still are. A lot of change in their lives and a lot of change in their history. But that's like what makes the citizens of Berlin so resilient, so strong, so open and Christmas there with them. I got to spend a time with the Christmas family there. It was mom, dad, two sons, teenage sons, and it was, uh, it's an experience all these years later, I, I will never forget. 
and I will hopefully they'll never leave me or I won't forget that I had them. Um, but it was wonderful just to be in the city at that time in history, to be in that city and among the people. One of the first things I did is I got me a, 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 a what was it, a Peugeot 12-speed bike and got got on the, uh, you know, not, not a, a, you know, pedal, like a racing cycle. And got to just, on the weekends, I'd get on the bike and just go all over go all over and it was a lot of fun so um, that American sector was something you know it's changed obviously but it was definitely something that to be experienced something that uh, that if you can go back just go back and take a look you'll still see McNair barracks there you'll still see the uh, the Andrews barracks it's now the state uh, archives there in the, in um, in Berlin the, that's where the support elements, the MPs, the field station individuals, uh, what else? The medical individuals, that's where they were housed. McNair Barracks, infantry, field artillery. The tankers, well, they were over by Clay Compound, by Clay Headquarters, down by, um, oh my goodness, I forgot the uh, name of the street. And of course, after this episode, I'll remember the street. But back where uh, the, the Burger King was located at then, and the banks were located at, and the PX and the commissary, all of that was located, just down the road a little bit was the tank company. So, of course, you know, every American community needs to have its own tank company. So, with that being said, that's where they were. Uh, man, it was it was fantastic. The training was different. The training was, it made you look at cities and urban areas a little different, especially after you came back home. And and uh, But again, it also made you understand that, hey, there's a whole other world out there. And... That's the fun part is we got to be part of that whole other world and definitely never to be forgotten. And I can ramble on and on, but I'm not going to. There's more shows to do. And uh, I kind of dove into the next episode, but we'll talk about that one later. So for now, I'm going to wrap this one up again. That's just my point of view. Berlin Brigade soldiers point of view of the American sector. It had everything that you could want, but yet you still were there to do a mission. You were still there to do a job. And it just made it a little bit easier and a little bit better because the Berliners were even on our side. And that's a good thing. So, listen, I'm going to draw this one to a close. And, folks, we've come to the time, the time to wrap up episode 116 of the BerlinBrigade.com podcast. All activities at the BerlinBrigade.com website, including this podcast, are supported through the generous donations of listeners like you. So again, I say thank you. Those donations certainly help when it comes time to pay the bills. And please consider donating through the PayPal donation buttons at the bottom of the BerlinBrigade.com homepage and at the bottom of our contact page at BerlinBrigade.com slash contact. And again, definitely want to thank you. Also, one other thing, while you're visiting the BerlinBrigade.com website, we do ask that you please check in with your registry information and bring it up to date. Last year, well, in 2019, I did a massive email to get the all the updates uh, up all the email addresses updated all those entries updated and with the recent rework of the website uh looks like i might be pushing it i was going to do it in the spring looks like i'm going to do it over the summer there's a little usually a little lull in the summer so i'm going to do it in the, in the in the summer but uh that means sending out again email messages to everybody just making sure those email addresses work but if yours has changed by all means please and that'll uh, that will um cuz if you do update anything uh, what that'll do is um, I will not send you an email, only those that I last updated back in 2019. So 
that's the case, please police yourselves and get your information up to date. Other than that, everyone, I am David Guerra, former member of Alpha Company 6 Battalion, 502nd Infantry, Berlin Brigade, and I thank you again for listening all the way to the end here of episode 116. So, wishing you again a very happy new year. Danke schön, auf Wiedersehen. Endstation. Bitte alle aussteigen.